You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with the very patient and fantastic Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Uh, I said patient because um, I'm having some technical difficulties and Noelle is very gracious and kind to, to put up <laughs> with the technical difficulties <laughs> today. Uh, but I think we're off and running now. Um, so today we are going to talk, Noelle, about what to do when your spouse is a baseball fanatic. Um, and for any wives out there whose husbands are baseball fanatics, you may have already heard him ranting this past week about uh, the perfect game that was blown by the umpire's call. Um, so this this is something that's probably fresh in your mind if, if this is a situation that you're in. Um, but as you know, baseball isn't just a, a sport that's here and gone in a couple weeks. It's got a, a ridiculous amount of games, and it lasts, uh, you know, like three quarters of the year, and even when it's not on the TV going, you know, the sports channels going of ESPN or something else, and uh, it can it can really eat into the time that you have with your spouse, Noel. Um, so to kind of just throw a blanket statement out there uh, for these baseball widows, uh, how's a wife to cope with this situation? Well. I think the first thing that, that I want to mention, Steve, because it, it's been so intriguing to me, is it used to be only wives that were baseball widows. Mm-hmm. But in this last year or two, I've been getting emails from husbands who are baseball widowers. <laughs> their wives that are running off and enjoying the, um, the live action and all the rest of it. Um, but for today's purposes, I'll just you know refer to baseball widows because it kind of makes it a little bit easier, a little more streamlined. I would say the first way a wife, a baseball widow, is to cope is if you can't beat them, join them. In other words, okay, so baseball's not your thing. But if what you want to be doing is spending more time with your spouse while he's involved in that, then learn enough about the game so you can join him, at least some of the time, and share his passion with him in being able to, you know, talk about it with some degree of, of understanding. Okay. And, and this applies to all sports seasons, not just baseball season, correct? Absolutely it does. And, you know, I'll give you an example in my life, which is I really don't care for football. I know that's horribly un-American, but it doesn't do a thing for me. And um, my guy loves it, so I have a choice. (laughs) I cannot see him for, you know, what feels like weeks on end. Or what I chose to do instead is I sat by him, and he was very patient with me. And I would say, what's he doing now? What's that? (laughs) Uh And he kind of taught me the basics. So at least now I can sit with him for an hour or two and actually enjoy it. I'm not going to be a fanatic. That's never going to happen. Sure. But, you know, I can appreciate it. So when he tells me, gee, you know, look at that, and he jumps up and down, I can I have some comprehension of what's going on, and I can kind of join in. So it's, it's, it's more so that you can connect with your spouse than it is that you're going to suddenly turn yourself, you know, into a baseball fan. Yeah, yeah. And so um, even if you don't like it, what can you do? I mean, you, you mentioned educating yourself um, and getting involved. Is there anything else you can do? Oh, sure. One of the, the wonderful things 
things about baseball, as far as I'm concerned, is it happens in good weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas yeah. football, oh, I don't know how they do it in that horrible weather most of the time. But for baseball, if you if you choose to go to a game with your your guy, is that frankly the people at the stadium are very entertaining. <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know, what point of view you want to look at entertaining from. People do all sorts of funny things and weird things and, you know, all that. And just the people-watching aspect, I find, can be very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's the fact that you're outdoors. And an awful lot of us are cooped up inside buildings, you know, all week long. Yeah. And it can be very pleasant to just spend some time outdoors. In other words, you don't have to be madly focused on the game to enjoy an outing. You can just play enjoy being with your spouse mm-hmm. and of course you know there's tailgate parties yeah there's and if you're if it's you know he's glued to the tv you can organize barbecues or whatever so that your day isn't entirely about your spouse on the couch but there can be some some fun for the two of you and maybe joining with other couples whatever making a social event out of it yeah and and i have to say i i'm a football guy uh just like your guy is um and and i don't particularly watch baseball on tv i I grew up playing baseball and i played it for many years and um but i have a hard time sitting in front of a tv and watching baseball but for for wives who are skeptics or or guys who are skeptics going to the game is is a much better experience than watching it on tv at least in my opinion and so definitely give that a shot um Noel, what? Okay, so what if, however, uh, you really, really don't like baseball <laughs> and all this stuff? You know, and I just tried to sell it, but um, and all this stuff about sharing passions and, and making a social event and going to the game just doesn't work for you. What now? See, I think that's important to bring up, Steve, because you know. Life is what it is, and, and one can only pretzel oneself so much. Yeah. One shouldn't have to to the degree where it gets painful or, or just really irritating. So then my suggestion is find something to do while he's gone that does work for you, that, that does turn you on in some way. You can, I mean, it's really easy to find out whatever your guy's going to the game schedule is going to be or, you know, when does he intend to be glued to the tube. And at that point, you can plan to be often doing something that you really enjoy that maybe he doesn't care for so much, like, you know, uh, a, a quilting circle or taking a Pilates class or I love to take nature photographs, you know, wander around and, and just spend time with the camera. Um, if you're a social person, you can group with, with other baseball widows who don't feel like, you know, enjoying the game in any way and find stuff to do together that's entertaining. Maybe take in a movie that, a a real chick flick that he would absolutely Mm -hmm. (laughs) up chuck rather than see kind of thing. (laughs) You know, in other words, make, make that time valuable to yourself so that you don't feel abandoned, left out, miserable and all those things. Yeah. And, you know, it's uh, one of the things that my wife, you know, I have my interests, my wife has her interests, and uh, we kind of have cut some deals where I know I understand what her passions are, and I've agreed to attend X number per year, and I'm fine with that, and, and she knows, and so that way she doesn't hound me to come every week to whatever she's interested in, and vice versa. We know that we'll make this date, and, you know... And we're both comfortable with that. And, that, well, and that's, that's a compromise really that works for us. You know, instead of thinking of, of compromise as giving up something, mm-hmm. think of it as sharing something. Yeah. Which is what you just said, Steve. In other words, you've made an agreement, so I don't know what. Um, it's, it's gymnastics, if you want to know. Okay, <laughs> she, she, she's so a huge example, gymnastics fan. 
you know, you'll go to, I don't know, an event a month or something like that, and she'll, she'll sit with you for a football game or whatever yeah. every so often. And that way, it's not like you're giving up football in order to forcibly go yeah. you know, observe gymnastics and vice versa, but rather you're sharing, and sharing is a, a huge part of a, of a um, working, I mean, a thriving relationship. Yeah, and I, and I, and I will say, too, it's, and I, it's not that I don't enjoy the gymnastics meets, and I don't have a hatred um, that we were kind of just talking about where you really, really don't like it. So I'm not, that's not my situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely is a compromise because if I had my way, she would, or if she had her way, I would be going to every single meet with her. And, you know, she would be sitting with me for every football game. But we both realized that we have our own interests and we would probably rather be doing some other things instead of attending those sporting events. Right. So, um, okay, so, Noelle, is there an attitude adjustment that needs to take place um, that would help? Oh, yes. There's a big, fat attitude adjustment. And what it comes down to, and you sort of implied this, Steve, when you were talking about you and your wife's different um, interests, is that don't ding him for having his passion. Mm-hmm. Okay. In other words, just because I'm not a football freak does not mean that I tell him what an idiot he is for wasting his Sunday you know, sitting in front of the tube and stuff like that. First of all, I don't believe that. Yeah. But even if, you know, at, at times it might smart, you know, it's like, oh, man, can he be out there taking care of the lawn or whatever, is to not do that. That's not fair. We each only have this one life that, that we know of, and we get to spend it responsibly, but we get to spend it in ways that we enjoy. And if that's enjoyment for him, then I'm going to be happy because he's happy, and that's the attitude adjustment. So... You know, when your wife goes to a gymnastic meet, and, okay, maybe you would have preferred she sat there with you at the football game, you're happy because you know it makes her happy. Mm-hmm. And that's the attitude adjustment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, some people might think, I just really hate this stuff, and, and you know, this really is going to take an attitude adjustment uh, for them. Um, it, I mean, is there something wrong with someone's relationship if they don't share that passion uh, for their partner's sp- uh, sport of interest? No, not at all. You know, we're, we're all different human beings, and often what attracts us are our very differences. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, that happens all the time. You yeah. see the workaholic that is, that is blissfully married to a very laissez-faire, kind of comfy, mellow um, person. It's because we, are, we need that balance in our lives. We need different stuff in our lives. As much as we sometimes think it'd be great to be married to a clone of ourselves, I don't think that would work. Yeah, no. <laughs> Maybe eventually extremely boring. So, no, there's absolutely nothing wrong in your relationship if you don't share your mate's passion, whatever that is. Um, but what you do want is you want to make sure that you do have some shared passion. Yeah. And sometimes you have to go out and create those. Mm. They, they may not exist before you guys were together. Yeah. So maybe you, as you, you know, grow together and, and, and talk about stuff, find out that, well, both of you actually are quite interested in kite flying. Mm-hmm. You've never done it, but you think it's really cool. And so both of you can start exploring that together, or glass blowing, or going to museums, or it doesn't matter what. But you want to make sure that along with, not instead of, uh-huh. but along with your respective passions, you build some that are together. And that can make for a very strong relationship. That is that is great advice, Noel. And 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 honestly, I think um, 
some people think that they have to share their spouse's passion and and you're absolutely right that you you can create your own activities together that you I mean you have to find those passions together so I mean that is that is uh, spot on and I and I hope everybody listening uh, takes that to heart because it's so true and I know I just I just know how enriching it can be when you when you share a passion it, whether it was an existing one or something that you find fresh so and it's very important. That's that's part of the specialness of the two of you together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so, Noel, um, I think there's a baseball game on TV, so I'm going to go. Uh, we'll wrap <laughs> this thing up. Uh, you guys are listening to Dr. Noel Nelson. Uh, she is a relationship expert, popular speaker, and author of nine best-selling books, including her most recent, Your Man is Wonderful, and Dangerous Relationships. And you can get more information at the, her website, yourmanaswonderful.com. Uh, Dr. Nelson focuses on how we can all enjoy happy, fulfilling lives while accomplishing great things in love, at home, at work, and appreciate ourselves and others. And uh, you can get uh, all that information at her website, Wonderful Man, Wonderful You, all spelled out. And uh, lastly, you can follow Noelle on Twitter at Dr. Noelle Nelson. And uh, I'm on Twitter as well at Hitched Media. And uh, until next time, thank you so much, Noelle. Thank you, Steve. Okay, take care, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.